Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations facing life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive into today's show. We're bringing you part two of an incredible interview with Dog the Bounty Hunter Chapman and his fiancée, Francie. Now, on our last program, we discussed how they met and the challenges and trials both of them faced while losing their spouses. On today's episode, we're going to pick up this fascinating conversation as Francie gives us an encouraging word in the midst of hardships. I also want to encourage people that are in the middle of something really hard and and feeling like you have no hope help somebody else Mm. because god also used my friend losing her husband Mm -hmm. it took my focus off of my own pain knowing that i needed to pour into her because i was a little bit ahead of her and so it was a huge help it was a huge help in okay i'm not so bad anymore okay i'm getting better because I actually can pour into her a little bit where a few months ago I wouldn't have been able to do that. So you, mean, heard the, I, you heard me say that on TV. Right. And then um, I called Paige. I sent her the... Oh. I, was it video or just audio? No, it was video. Oh, my. It was on YouTube. Oh, my. We found out later that he had talked about me in two other interviews on Dr. Oz and on E.T., before this Go ahead, brother. Fox News. Wee. So guy, God was on the move. The guy sure. at ET, I brought her to our last interview about four months ago mm-hmm. in LA, COVID test and all that. And so Kevin. Kevin said, you know, I remember you talking about that lady and oh, don't give me a punchline. And I go, Kevin, I'm going to tell you something. And he's like, what? I go, remember I told you about that lady named Francie that I talked to? And he goes, yeah, I go, there she is, Francie. <laughs> like, His no. face oh my gosh, was in how, shock. How powerful was, was that? And he yeah, said, "Francie, awesome. come sit down, my dog, and let's do an interview." Because <laughs> you know he's a, like jo- he's twenty years. He's done that. He's, mm-hmm. Forty that years awesome. they've been on TV. Yeah. Wow. So my side, okay. Yes. So you told Paige that you saw me. So and then she's like, "You have to reach out to him." So I'm just like, okay, God, I have no idea what to say. So I I sent him a picture of Bob and I. I told him like oh, four times great. in the text, I don't want to date you. Right. This is not about that. Mm. And so I'm holding the phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? Is This is insane. And um, so a week went by. I went to church, Paige and I went to lunch after, and she lit me up mm-hmm. at Mod Pizza. Mm-hmm. Are you insane? Do you know what God's mm. doing? Mm. Look at everything he has just laid out before you. Mm. You are supposed to call him. So the next morning, I text him, and he called me back like mm. two minutes. So, ready? So go, baby. So I'm, mm-hmm. let her rip. at that time, here's what's going on with me. So I go in to see the doctor because I have an itch on my head. I go in there, and they go, okay, you have cancer right here and cancer right there. And the cancer, as long as it hasn't entered your skull, 
then we can take it out. Is it going to come back? They go, well, there's a bad thing called melanoma, and you might have it. So we're going to replace your skull with this wire, and I'm like, ignore, right? And so they said, you got to come in for surgery. So I went in for surgery. As they're cutting, he goes, well, I forgot to tell you, it's not the dangerous cancer. It's kind of like a mole that infected, but we call all this cancerous. <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? It's a miracle. <laughs> and so they're three it hours. Was. Three hours. I have a hole right there. I want to put a piercing there. Come on. I have a hole there and another hole up here. I'm, they numb you. They don't give you no pills. And, you know, I was wanting a pill. <laughs> and so, is that wrong to say? No. And so I'm numbed out. And I go... One of the first time I just got to Colorado, so I hadn't seen snow in 20-some years, really been in it. Mm. So when I pull up to the hospital in the morning, there's three cars, mine and the two doctors. When I come out five hours later, there's 300 cars. As she knows, I go, Francie, where'd we park at? And I usually said, Beth, where'd we park at? So I start walking in the snow to find my car. So I go into the hospital, and I, what's the matter, dog? I said, get me security. I can't find my car. What? He's a bounty hunter and he can't find his car. <laughs> right? It was embarrassing. So security comes down. Dog, what's up? Two young guys. And I said, could you go find my car and hit this button and you'll know and then come get me and take me? So all of a sudden I'm sitting there and up pulls my car. And I think, oh, what nice guys. They brought me my car. Oh, wow. So I start driving home and I'm like, all right, I had enough of this. Mm. And I don't know why, I do know now. I pulled my car over and I got out in the snow and I took my boot and I drew a circle around my car. And I got back in the car and I turned it off. And I said, Lord, I dedicate this holy ground. And I lit into God. I'll never tell anybody everything I said, but... I said, you know, my name is Dog because it spelled backwards means God. And my whole life I've worshipped you and done you right. There's times that I went astray, but I came back stronger every time. I said, I've had those guys throw up on me, and I didn't get paid more from A&E for that. And I loved on them because I love them. And, Lord, I've been your man. I'm an all-around good guy and a slayer of dragons. <laughs> what are you doing to me? I'm so sorry, God. I don't know if you have what I have, but I need a woman. I, I could hear the Lord say, let us create man in our own image after our own likeness. But, Lord, I need this so bad. I need a woman. I felt guilty for asking mm. God for a woman. And so I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take what Adam said, because I know God is no respecter of persons. That means if he's done something for one person, he'll do it for the next. So I'm thinking, how the heck did Adam get Eve? Okay, let me go to that. Genesis, iPhone, Siri, she's dead. Siri, oh. So I have to find it myself. As I'm going through Genesis 4 and 1, I don't know what it was, Genesis something. <laughs> and it says, for God does not expect a man to be alone. And I mm. went, mm. Oh, this prayer ain't that bad. Mm. So I go to Genesis where Adam and Eve met. And I'm always thinking that Adam was asleep and he woke up and there's Eve. And That's what I thought too. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, who is this? Mm -hmm. So I read it three or four times. So here's what happened. So Adam and God spend the day naming, naming animals. And you can imagine how many. And like 
Adam, I could see the vision happening, and Adam's like, do I have to call that a rattler? Can I just call them all snakes? <laughs> yeah, because Adam was getting a little tired and lazy at the end. So he tells God, I am so tired. I need to go to sleep. And God says, okay, go to sleep. So while the Bible says Adam was asleep, he took a rib closest to his heart, underneath his arms where he could cradle the woman. I'm seeing all this as I'm seeing him take the rib out. And wakey, wakey, Adam. And Adam wakes up. Oh, yeah, how's it going? I got a surprise for you. Now you think Santa's good? God's a better one. (laughs) And so he said, I want you to see something. And he looked up, and there she was. I hate to say this because we're Christians. Naked as a jaybird. Watch out now. And Adam said, oh, dear Lord, I shall call. Because he's been naming animals. I shall call this one woman. Mm. And I went, oh, no. Oh, yes. You brought her to him. I'm getting, you're going to have her call me. You're going to have me run into her in the back of her car. Heck of a way to meet a person. But I thought, you are obligated, Lord. And I really, I said right now, I'm cashing in my chips Mm. in the name of Jesus. God, do you hear me? I need a woman and I need a good woman. So I'm all bandaged up with these great big bandits here. I leave them on. Ding, ding, ding. My phone goes on. It says, hi, how are you? Uh, You know, I don't want to date you. Now, she did show me a picture of her and her husband, Bob. So I thought, well, she don't want to have any. And then she's like standing against this pole. (laughs) And she's almost 5'10". I'm 5'7". So I've never dated a taller girl. I'm like, how do you kiss them, right? <laughs> I was lonesome. I was hurting. I got Band-Aids. And I said, okay, yeah. there's no way that I'm going to impress this girl because she's a rancher. And so, <laughs> so I call her up and I go, listen, I just got out of surgery and I got Band-Aids all over my head. I look like Frankenstein. And I said, coffee? And she goes, okay. And so... I meet her there. I got the Band-Aids on. I knew who she was because I seen her picture when she walked in. And I'm like, wow, she's a lot taller than I ever even thought of. (laughs) She's got to be (laughs) 6'3". And she had these big cowboy boots on that I've never even seen the style with her pants tucked in the boot. Her blouse is buttoned all the way to her throat. Her sleeves are rolled down. I go, well, she for me. <laughs> and she sits down and she puts her hand out. I stand up as a gentleman because I knew Rancher. I had to be at my best gentlemanish. And he <laughs> and shook my hand. I shook her hand. And when I touched her, you think bells and whistles went off. Not. And I started talking to her. I don't even remember what I said. Do you? Don't say it. And we talked. It was like a dead date, right? Okay, see you later. Well, it wasn't okay. a date. No, but I was looking, so I yeah. didn't know. I forgot the prayer I said. I had no idea of it. I was going after a guy the next day who carved my name on the brass of the bullets. Which is baloney. You can't do that. I don't know. So I believed it. Everywhere I put his mugshot on the fireplace, his eyes, like that Jesus statue in New Mexico, followed me. And I could hear him say, I'm the guy. And I said, oh, yeah. Do you get a load of me? 
And I was talking to this guy, and I thought, this is going to be it. God's, I'm going to go out in a hail of glory. And he's going to shoot me dog With your bandages or without? That's... With them. <laughs> and, and I read the headlines. I thought, dog gets shot eight times. I said, Lord, what about nine? <laughs> okay, nine times. He was riddled with bullets, and he, whatever, called his kids. And so I think, I'm going to die. This is it. This is the guy that's going to shoot dog down. So there was no one to call. Mm. So can I stop you for one second? Uh-huh. Because there's a part that I just want to share. Okay. So when I got there, he was already there at okay. cafe. Okay. And so she brought me to the back and he stood up and I thought, huh, he looked a lot taller in that picture. Page. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, Why I was I in the back? They always put me in the back of a restaurant. Well, because they're trying to respect people always coming up to you so he stands up and hi shorty i thought (laughs) no his face was he he's a bounty hunter he arrests people he beats the crap out of them and puts them in the back of his truck and then pours jesus down them and gives them cigarettes Mm. and so i thought wow that's that's really cool and so um i just was expecting a hardness. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in his face, yeah. I was expecting a tough guy, you right. know? And so I, I walk in and his face is just um, soft mm-hmm. and his eyes are, I can see Jesus in his eyes. So kind. And kind. And then he reached his hand out and he shook my hand and the Lord just showed me his heart. Mm. What he carried, how much he loved him, how much he loves people. What a beautiful, supernatural So moment. I'm in the yeah. plane. I land, Airbnb, in the room. You I go, asked me if you could... Stay in touch with you. Yeah. Because I'm going when on a we dangerous left. bounty. Yeah. Mm. And I knew she was a prayer warrior. Mm. So I could call her and say, I need you to pray for me. Mm-hmm. And I knew don't say because I might die because it'd scare her. Mm-hmm. Rancher. I'm at a nut, she'd think. Um, he reached out to me and said that they were going... He was going out with his team, and he asked me if I could pray. So I started praying over him. Yeah, right on the phone. A father in the name of... Whoa, man. Right here. She's She's bringing it. She's bringing it. She prays with her eyes open. Oh, my gosh. No, she still does. Yeah. Like, I saw you do it today, too. So anyway, I thought you always had to... All right, everybody bow their head. Every (laughs) eye closed. So the next morning, God just starts downloading all these scriptures. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, I think I'm supposed to send this one this morning. Mm. Like every morning he started downloading these scriptures and I would send them to him and they didn't mean anything to me. He would text me back and go, Oh my gosh, how did you know that? And I'm just like, God told me to send this to you. Mm. And so we started talking on the phone every night when he got back from hunting this guy, he'd call me at, seven or eight o'clock at night. And finally, I mean, some nights it was four o'clock in the morning Mm. and I'm falling asleep on the phone. And we just started sharing a whole ton of our conversation at the beginning was about Beth and Bob. That's was a huge part of what God used to draw us together. Mm. We, our hearts were still grieving. We knew God was calling us to stand up and Mm. start taking steps in life again Um, But it was that grief and the understanding that we could say to each other, 
I've never hurt like this in my life. Mm. The pain that I have felt mm. in the past year, the whole side of my body, mm. my left side of my body for six months hurt. Mm. My arm, like this whole, my face, that whole side of my body mm. hurt for six months because my heart hurts so mm -hmm. bad. I did not realize that your heart could physically hurt that bad. Yeah. And we got it. Mm. We could say that to each other when the people around us that loved us could didn't understand. Yeah. They could they tell could. us they're How sorry. How do you tell your kids that? And mm -hmm. yeah, you're supposed to be strong for your kids. You can't say I miss her so bad. Mm. Yeah. You couldn't say that, but I could say that to Francie. So we got it, and so mm. that's how we became close over the phone in a really fast. Way. Like a close mm. friendship is what I meant over say, the phone. I'd say, yeah. pray we catch him. I think you will today. Let me pray. Came home, not caught yet, not caught yet, not caught yet. So we ran out of time, footage, da-da-da. So I came home. So I'm home, and I was used to calling her for six days or so, right? No, it was for three weeks. Was it really? Yes. Jeez, see there? It's, well, was, that's a lot of time three to weeks bond and bond. get each yeah. other's heart. Yeah. No, nothing Cupid did not show right. up in my room. No, right. mine either. So I came <laughs> home. I was used to calling her. I called her and I go, listen. Do you want to go somewhere with me? Like a movie or something. You didn't say a date. You just said, do you want to go somewhere didn't with I me? Didn't I say, The Rock's my friend. You want to go to Jumanji? Yeah. Yes, you did say that. Dwight Johnson is correct. my friend. It, so. The second Jumanji had come out. Come out. So I thought, yes, you're I'll right. lean on Dwayne, The Rock. It's amazing to go to the church, The Rock now. Oh, wow. And I just Jesus is our rock. Oh, man. Gosh. So I go, will you go, like, maybe see Jumanji, you know, a show? And she goes, well, I might if you go to church with me first. And I thought, uh-oh. Mm. Okay, I will. And I go, now, what are you? Because I knew <laughs> that she, you know, was at least a, a gospel, four-square four square gospel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go. We're in church. I try to, I'm standing there and I thought, yeah, I might as well. So I grabbed her hand like that. She went, I'm like, okay. Did so, not want to hold your hand no, right at that no, moment. No. Yeah. Crossing the line. Yeah. yeah. So, Crossing the line. Yeah. Easy, Easy there, doggy. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> she, I thought, prude. And so there was the tongues, and all our listeners and viewers understand tongues and interpretation, right? So all of a sudden, there was a message in tongues. And he said, oh, show me I TTI. TTI. I said, that's my name in Jesus' language. Because my mama spoke in tongues more than English. Mm. And I could hear her, oh, TTI. I said, my sister, who's she praying? She's praying for you, big brother. Hey, <laughs> that's for me. She goes, no, it's not. I told him not to. <laughs> no, it's not for you. Yeah. So the pastor who had the interpretation Starts wandering across the room. Uh -oh. I try to hide behind her uh -oh. shoulder because I'm knowing for sure it's it's coming. Yeah, he gets that spiritual eye and looks at me and says, "Dog, come forward." Oh my! And I'm dying. Yeah, you have to oh, be. I'm dying. I'm just like okay. So I go up there in Jesus' name. I go. All right. He says the interpretation was your life. Is it's gonna get better, to and it's gonna change right now. 
Wow. God's and taking I'm, you in a whole different direction. Yeah. Oh, the and, whole oh, yeah. next 10 years, he told but me. Is everyone listening to this? Now I watched so many witnesses because the church right. was there, right? Wow. It was amazing. And, I was bawling. And so I go back to the chairs, pew, mm-hmm. and... All of a sudden, they she start, raises both hands. They start worship, Ooh. and she starts swaying mm. again, as my mother would sway. Mm. And I go, "Mommy, look at this girl, Mommy!" Mm. And I reach for her hand, and she goes, oh. and I l- <laughs> lean in her ear, and I go, "Gotcha." and she was so proud of me i could see the pride i said oh you think you're proud of me so when she squeezed my hand i saw myself and all i could remember is the words lord this is holy ground and Mm. all of a sudden Mm. i don't know the feeling it's hard to explain the spiritual overpowering right and I got so happy, I want to start laughing. I'm going to start speaking in tongues. And I started laughing. I started sobbing. And I said, oh, my oh. gosh. And she heard me crying. And she said, what did you think? When I couldn't help it. He was behind me. And I'm standing in front of him. And I'm worshiping. And I, and I have my, hand, my arms raised. And I'm praying for him. And I can hear him crying behind me. And I'm just like... My heart's breaking. I'm crying. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, God, what are you doing here? What do I say to him? And the Lord just kept saying nothing, Mm. nothing. I don't want you to say anything. Mm. I just want you to keep praying over him. Let him do what he's doing. That's right. But that's when my heart started to shift toward him. And his as well. And his toward me. And then. I took her to Jumanji. You romantic. Dwayne Johnson did something real cool. I said, now's the time. And, but I ask, can I kiss you? And she goes, I guess so. Oh. And Cupid shot me right in the Ocole. Wham! And I was like, love? Oh, what? And uh, almost so was, a year we've been together, Francie. I know. Now, y'all are engaged. For all of our listeners, y'all are engaged. Yes. Because you know God has called oh. you to be together. We have no oh, doubt yeah. about to that. To advance his kingdom. And that's... Yeah. That's that's what I want people to understand. I mean, the love story is so powerful, how God has been so faithful through trauma and grief. And here we are uh, sitting here together, and God's brought us together. Yes. Right. Uh, and we can see his hand on your life. Thank well, you. and I thought, we okay, it's a widow-widower thing. I told the Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I go, now what do I do? He goes, well, you wanted, I gave you what you got. What do you think you do? And I go, Lord, I'm going to marry this girl. Mm. I know he said you are. So I go to her and I said, lady, will you marry me? <laughs> you did not. And she said, if you get down on your knees. And I thought, I don't get on my knees for nothing. <laughs> and I what the heck is this knee stuff? Have you ever heard of that? I yes. did it. It's very traditional. What? It is very traditional. I'm not sure where it came from, but it's very traditional. I thought, I ain't getting on my knee for nothing. So I told her, if I get on my knee, then you're going to get down on your knee too. And as you stand up, you're going to pull me up. Because that's what she was doing to me, hmm. mentally and physically. Hmm. Pulling me out up. of the pits yeah. of hell. Right? And so I got on my knee and she's, I said, will you marry me? And she goes, yes. And I'm waiting for her to get down too. And she lets my hand go and stands there. And I got to get up by myself. The Lord said, I did help you up. 
Oh, yes, I did. But you didn't get down no, on No, I knee. didn't, but you know what? Way to hold the line, <laughs> brother. <laughs> hey, you know wait. what? I was so overwhelmed in that moment that everything that we had gone through from the moment we left to right then was playing like a movie in my mind. Okay. And the transformation that God was doing mm. in the both of us. And I was so overwhelmed that... My heart was so full of love for him mm. that I never thought that that would happen to me again in my life. Mm. And that I said yes, and that I wasn't scared, and that I knew that God was bringing us into this place of redemption and restoration together. And so I froze. And, yeah. um, I did it, but I did help you back up. I don't remember that. <laughs> But I knew after that, when she hugged me and she holds my hand, and I said, God, this is on goosebumps everywhere. Even my ear was tingling. And I'm like, oh, man, this is real love, Lord. And then she starts laying down the law. You must One go church. to church every Sunday. You have to watch your swearing. <laughs> you got to quit smoking. You got to do this. You got And I go, Francie, I want to do all that anyway, because mm. I have a past. In the 70s, I was in the penitentiary mm. in Texas, making big rocks, little rocks. Mm. And I've been there, and I was starting to slip back into that. Even yeah. though I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter, yep. I started thinking, I'm going to go apply for a job at the Hells Angels. Mm. And I started thinking, and that night, when I pulled over and drew the circle, I said, listen, right now. Satan, get behind me. I stand for something, but I need support. I made my own choice right then to not go back to yeah. who I used to be, but to go forward to who I really am. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.